Let's see if I can do it in time. Almost, almost in time. Hold on, hold on. Like, like, I got it. I'm trying to edit this all in one, one thing. Hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, is that the end of my thing? You can't see my screen, but they can hear me. They cannot hear you. So let's see. That'll work. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm here live with comedian Ben Bankus. Am I pronouncing that right, Ben? I'm a huge fan. I follow you on Instagram, but I, I feel like I, I'm saying that wrong because you're Canadian, eh, right? No, uh, that is right. I'm just, uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. You sound good. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming. Wait, one second. You're coming through my... Uh, Am I coming through the wrong the wrong setting? I think you're good. Coming through my H6, just like strong. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can still hear you. Oh, there we go. Wait, oh, that is right. Boom. Now I can hear you. Now we're, now we're cooking with gasoline. Okay. okay, so Ben, I have to say, I found you from that that one comedian from Kill Tony that you made that really funny video with. That guy was pretending to be Omicron. Uh, and, and, and that video was really funny. So then I started following you. So tell me... Um, and you, may, you and I make a you know a lot of similar content, you know, like just you know crazy stuff like that. I don't even know how to describe what we make, you know, just wild content. But uh, so tell me your story, though. I'm I'm interested. How did you get from Canada and now you're in Austin right now? Is that correct? Yeah, um, airplane. Yeah, but I mean, like, what? I mean, what were you like? You're like, I don't like the tyranny in Canada. I'm going to go straight to Austin, Texas. Like, why did you pick Austin and not if you comedy, uh, you know, instead of like California, or New York, or something? Even though Texas is better, I would pick Texas. Yeah, I mean, well, California, New York, they still have restrictions. Um, I just wanted to go somewhere with no restrictions. I wanted to be in normality um, because Toronto, Canada, where I'm from, is just a fucking shithole right now, really. Um, it's basically just, you know, everything's closed. They're on lockdown. Everybody's insane. If you say things like, I, oh, like I, I used to have a neighbor. Oh, we can't like, say anything about the vaccine. The vaccine is safe and effective. We always encourage people to take it. It's the best thing ever. Uh uh, yeah. Everybody get your booster. You only need eight and you'll be, you'll be great. So of course, you. yeah, nothing against that. Uh, but more so like you would tell people like, Oh yeah. Like I was in a, like I went to Austin last year. I was like to somebody in my building. I'm like, yeah, I was in Austin. Like everything's open. And they were just like, yeah, well maybe you should stay there. Like, it's like they, they, they're like, Oh, you like freedom? Leave, like go back there. It's like very bizarre. Uh, Canada is a terrible place right now. I would say that. Well, isn't that like part. Stockholm syndrome or something? Because they want, like, they're like, oh, you can't, you know, stay in your hometown, even though it gets tough and the tough gets, 
you know, when it gets tough, you get leaving. I mean, isn't that what their attitude is kind of, you know, that's why they're, because their lives suck, for lack of a better word. Their attitude is just, yeah, like, if I do it, you do it, and if you don't, then you should yeah, go to jail. Yeah, you're bad. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's just if you don't follow the leader. And, I mean, I don't know why Canada and Trudeau is such, like, a mess. I mean, he's, like, you know, always wears, we know, this typical blackface comments and all that stuff, but, like, He's just such an idiot. The fact that anybody would even let him be a leader kind of shows, like, I guess the integrity of the voters. I don't even know. Or has he even voted? Do you think it's a rigged election? Uh, I don't know. It's probably rigged. It's probably half and half. Like, they, they, I feel like they rig it until the point where everybody's so brainwashed that they're voting for the guy just because they've already rigged it. I don't know what the hell's going on. But I know that um, Trudeau is kind of hilarious just based on how bad of a leader he is in the sense that like like he'll say things like oh if you don't you know participate in the whatever the vex thing then you're racist like he just he'll just say that and that's like, true. straight up he's correct with his assumption of that that's really smart right that's really perceptive I would say but when you that. hear that <laughs> you laugh because it's funny like it's yeah. a funny thing it's it's something you or i would say I'd be like yeah you're racist because you didn't do that and he's like yeah you are and we're like okay well are you do you want to come do an interview on the show because that's funny you're actually kind of funny he, he's, it's, it's a bizarre it's a bizarre world there well he's i guess he's unironically funny but i mean uh and trudeau is like yeah. i guess a character on the world stage or whatever so i can see why like he is a politician but i thought there's guys in like calgary and stuff that have the oil and gas you think they would be able to get some sort of politician i don't know the canada's politics that well but i i guess because <clears> their <throat> oil and gas business isn't that good because america's messing that up too joe biden messed up that keystone pipeline so that kind of has a script yeah canada. i mean we there is a guy in alberta that like everybody thought was like going to be cool and being like he was like no you know passports no bullshit and then he just changed that he was just like actually we got to do it no, after he won? No. Wait, shut up, Ben. So there's some guy that was like, oh, I'm going to be anti-mandates, and then immediately went mandates? Did, did yeah, that? well, actually, he was already he was already in there. And then basically what he did is he was like, yeah, uh, you know, come to come to uh, Alberta and be free. And then everybody, like a lot of people moved there. And then he was like, actually, we're going to do everything the same as everybody else. <laughs> so he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that was like the closest we got. Everybody's like, do we go to Alberta? Yeah, let's go. And I knew a lot of people being like, well, we're moving there for freedom. And then like two weeks later, they're like locked down. Like, <laughs> the, Wait, they literally so, tricked people. So is Alberta obviously like more rural or something? Like, is that what it was supposed to be? Like the vibe? Like, let's go out there. They'll be more free. I mean, what is like, how did he, is that why you think you would trick people to wanting to go out there? Because there's probably he needs people in Alberta. No? Yeah, it's, it's more rural. Okay. It's, you know, there's just less people really there, but. I don't He's know, like, come just... here. It's going to be no restrictions whatsoever. And then as soon as, I guess, the Ministry of Canada, the Ministry of Truth comes knocking on your door, you do whatever you want. But I mean, yeah, well, it's different than the states because the federal government gives all these provinces money, right, in a, in a different way that if they don't follow the, whatever they want them to do, they kind of just cut them off because it's not really like, I don't know, it's, it's like a federation or something. I think that's different than what. Do you, what do you guys have, like a republic or something? I, like I don't even really know. But did you go to a regular school or did you go to a Canadian school, whatever it's called, like the Canadian state schools there? Isn't that called something funny, a Canadian school there? Um, like a university or? No, like an elementary school. Isn't it called something like Canadian school? Is it like, there's like, oh, like the, 
Well, he had the residential schools. Residential schools. That's the word. That's the word I'm trying to get. Residential schools. Yeah, yeah. We don't have that word. Residential schools. So, so how did? Okay, yeah. explain what a residential school is though again. It's just uh, the state school. It's no. It's like a school that they invented for like native people. In like the started in like the 1800s and went until like the 1970s, and is basically they would just like steal native children from their parents and then like put them in these schools and be like. You have to learn how to be white, and then yeah. But but <laughs> Canada so is not a race. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny though because like our whole lives we grew up and we knew this and we we're like yeah it's bad that was bad and then now we're like oh it was it was bad like it's like we have to like change our tone on it like it's like we knew it was bad before but now we have to pretend like it was so bad that maybe we should like be sad more yeah. all day but I don't know. Ben, it's so disgusting. The Washington Redskins had the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. His name was uh, Doug Smith. Um, and the NFL highlights can't play that because it's the Washington Redskins. And that's they, they can't call, they can't like honor the old Redskins Super Bowl on the NFL network. So they don't play old Washington Redskins. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. That's why I know this. It's like one of our rivals. They can't even play the Redskins Super Bowl. They haven't won that many, but they don't even play their, their Super Bowl winning season because it's, they're being called the Redskins, and that's considered insensitive. Yeah, I mean, people, I don't know. You got into, like, how, how long have you been doing this, Scott? Do you, I mean, like dude, honest to God, okay, so, like, I, I graduated from college when I was uh, 23, and I thought I was old, and I moved to L.A., and I was, like, you know, doing stand-up, and I was, you know, uh, an extra, and book some commercials and bullshit then i came back to dallas i was just broke and started selling cars and it just fucking sucked dick but i made some money and then about you know fast forward like four or five years about two years ago i worked for the show cheaters and the host of the show cheaters this guy clark gable he died of a fentanyl overdose and the guy that owned the company was like alex you're gonna be the next host of the cheaters and i was like oh like, this gonna be badass and then when it came time he ended up hiring this black dude. And then so I created my own show right then. This is two years ago. And after that was the best thing I ever did because I always created content for some other stupid production company where I made a little bit of money, but it wasn't even worth it. It was kind of stressful for what it was. Now I create content for myself. It's great. Like, I, I mean, not that I'm making a ton of money. I don't want to say that at all, but I have freedom. And people tell me I'm funny and they say I'm funny. I'm not like doing the bidding of somebody else. Yeah, totally. Um, that's, that's super awesome. I mean, I saw... There was an article about you and you're talking about like going to these basically like if people don't know what uh, Alex does is that he goes to these um, like school board meetings, city and council meetings, and I go and kind of troll these mayors and people. I mean, it started off just local. Now I've been doing it online. And this song, dude, it, this is how this is how autistic everybody is. It's like you do a little song rhyming like that. I had no idea. People would make that video go viral. It's insane. It's I, I would have never thought in a million years that is what people would like uh, as a whatever a comedian entertainer. That's the one thing that's hard with, with comedy. Is like you think I don't really try to uh, like make my comedy so people like it, but like I try to think like oh what would I laugh at or whatever, and that's funny. And I don't even know. I just kind of cringe. I don't even know if I would laugh at. It. I guess that's part of the jokes that it's cringe. I don't even, I'm what I'm trying to say is I try to create content I would laugh at. And like, that was like almost more sad than something that I'd laugh at personally. Right. Well, yeah, I read that you were trying to get your music going. It didn't work. So you kind of had to just do it acapella, which obviously made it funnier, but maybe you didn't know that at the time. How long have you been doing that 
before that that video actually like went viral dude i mean i've been going there for the past year straight even a little <laughs> bit before that yes and you can only go once a month but i go to other meetings yes dude i've i've got they, so they knew who you were when you when they, they called exactly, you they know exactly who i am the crazy side you do something like, different every time i try to yeah i mean i you know right. it's like a comedian i don't try to do the same you know bit over and over i mean you got to do a different joke what I think is funny too is like you have a very kind of distinguished name. Like it sounds like there's going to be like some random Jewish guy is just going to come out and talk about, you know what I mean? They're like, Alexander Stein, please come. You know, and everybody's like, oh, it's a Stein. We've been a, I think they're giving us money. I'm not sure. And then they fucking, are, and then you just go up there uh, and say the craziest shit. It's very, is there any, is there points where you're like, I'm going to fucking laugh? Like, no, dude. Like, I mean, you never, you never break character. I've never seen you break character. No, because I'm such, I'm such a psychopath. You kind of, it's kind of method. It's like I'm almost become not, dude. It's harder to act. Like I, I did. Uh, like I said, I talked about cheaters. Like it's, it's hard to find people, you know, that can like act well. You know what I mean? I'm, and so it's just, I don't know how to explain it. The best actor is when you're doing a method, like when you're being yourself. So like when I'm being that crazy, obviously I'm acting. That's not really me, but like, I almost like become that. You know what I mean? I like when I'm singing, mm -hmm. like, I'm like, just be as weird as possible. Don't be myself. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so right. no, so that's what, that's why I don't really break character. Cause like, I guess I'm such a psychopath that I like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Where do you, do you, so what I love about it too, is like standard pranking is usually different than this in the sense that you're actually pranking them with comedy. So like, it's like you're the prank is that this is hilarious and you people have to fucking watch it. Basically I'm trolling them because I'm trolling and people, the rich to give content to the poor for free. You really are. It's, it's quite a Robin Hood experience. Feels like that. So when you did, have you had a bad experience ever? Like when you did one of these? I mean, not really. I mean, one time I went there because within 29 days, you can only go once every 30 days. And they like escorted me out by these cops. And so that was kind of annoying because nobody likes being escorted out anywhere by the cops. I mean, no, dude, they can't say anything. Like you get your freaking, you know, uh, freedom of speech. I guess you get your three minutes to speak. I mean, if you sign up incorrectly and you're within the time frame of speaking, like they kind of owe it to you, you know, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, right. legally they feel like. Is there, uh, so as long as I don't show my, my levels, as long as I don't show my wiener or do anything, you know, weird. I mean, uh, you can pretty much go up there and say anything like you can even scream as long as you don't like scream cuss words, because I've seen now that I've gone to a bunch, everybody's pretty calm, but I've seen people like passionate. They got arrested or something. And they're like, man, ah, and they're chill, you know, like people really yell, like, I hate this. And you kind of see them. It, it's not that big a deal. As long as you're not jumping over the barrier and going after them, I don't think they say don't be boisterous, but really they're so bored up there. They're all non-playable characters. You can't like interact with them. They can't come down to our level. So hmm. I almost think they kind of like it uh, secretly, obviously. So you had people both from the left and the right sharing your your content or at least that video recently um what was the like what was your reaction to like people from the left like i know that you said that some of them were like oh this is cringe but was that after they found out it was staged or because i feel like some people from the left were like i love this like i love this like oh. they, they shared it like that like fully serious like this is what we need to do we need to vaccinate your mom 
That's a good impression. And a hundred percent ABC news shared it in the, the anchor. I don't even know. The name was like, yeah, vaccinate your body. I love that guy. Yeah. I mean, dude, they love this. <laughs> I and mean, that's exactly what she said. I mean, that was her exact words. They love it because it's like, you know, the, the, uh, war drum, you're like pounding it like little drummer boy right. in their battle of the anti-vaxxers or whatever. It's insane. What's going on mm-hmm. um, with the division. So, yes, and then the people on the right are even more insane because I don't consider myself, like, super on the right. I mean, I'm definitely not some, like, flaming freak. Not that I'm, I love, you know, I don't care about somebody's sexuality. I'm just saying I'm not some bleeding heart liberal, but I'm also not some <laughs> right freak, freak out conservative. I am transgender, though, and gender fluid, so I sometimes I'm a girl. That's one thing. Uh, so I'm a gay lesbian because I still always like to bang chicks. But I'm a straight male. So for the people out there, if you think, oh, he's transphobic, I can't be transphobic if I'm transsexual. Um, okay. And on top of that, uh, <laughs> I forget the point I was going to make, but, but yeah, go ahead. You were saying like the people on the right. Uh, oh, yeah. Know, the people on the like- right dunking on the left. Dude, that's the thing is there's all this like there's all this buildup of these websites that just dunk on people that, you know, didn't get the, you know, the shot and died. You know, it's a website called Sorry, mm-hmm. Sorry Anti-Vaxxer. And then the people on the right, they're looking for ammunition. They look every time somebody dies like, oh, did they tweet about getting it? Did they tweet about did they have it? Oh, is <laughs> so it so said these people were just as crazy. And I've been a victim of that. You know, I try to unplug from where you get like. You try to prove your point, so you're looking for evidence. But the thing is, we're kind of all wrong when, like, the government's lying to us constantly. Like, there's there's just bigger fish to fry, and we're like dividing. We're being div- divisive on purpose. Like, oh, my mask is my is the less MAGA hat. Like Joe Rogan says, it's like it, it's just it's literally done on purpose, and it's uh, a psychological operation by the government, and it's working so well. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is the problem. But would you say that uh, you know, okay? Somebody who is on the left in 2019 could easily be on the right now, uh, considered, even if they really didn't change their opinion on anything, even if they have the same opinions. Like, because if you're in 2018, if you were like, dude, the government's like fucking putting shit in the food and they're like, wow, you're like a hippie. You're like a lefty. And now if you're like, yeah, the government's, uh, you know. This maybe isn't good what's happening. 9-11 was an inside job. People were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 9-11 was an inside job, you know, perpetrated by people within our own government, uh, Israel and Saudi Arabia. But, yeah, I mean, you just got to look at, you know, what country benefited the most, Israel, by destabilizing the seven biggest threats of the Middle East to their country. But that has nothing to do with this conversation. What I'm saying <laughs> is conspiracy theory. People were like, it's, it was demonized by the CIA after the JFK assassination. That was literal. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's you know, unclassified, uh, <clears throat> as they say. But now, like you said, in 2019, everybody's like kind of like, oh, that's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But everybody's stuck at home on the Internet, even though the YouTube algorithm sucks. There's so many, like, freaks out there like you or me or whatever creating <laughs> stuff that it's kind of like makes you question stuff. So people are questioning it. You know what I mean? And yeah, but see, this is the thing is people are always presented with like, oh, the government's lying to you. There's a shadow government. You're being, you know, told to lie. Biden's an idiot, this and that. But it's called it's called cognitive dissonance when somebody will tell you that. And in your heart, you know that. But you still feel like, well, the government, I'm wrong. The government always has my back. Like, you know, (laughs) the evidence, but you still choose to disregard it and follow the leader. I mean, that's just like, you know, my experience in Canada with for instance, even Trudeau, when somebody's you know goes, I'm voting liberal, and you go, well, what about the blackface thing? What isn't that an issue for you if you're a liberal that you, like you're worried about race? Like, aren't you? Don't you feel that way? And they go, yeah, well, I'm willing to look past that based on his policies. And then you're like, well, what policies? And then they're like, I don't want to talk to you. 
You know what I mean? It's like, it just, it always becomes, I don't want to talk once they realize that they're wrong. And I think that that's a huge, I mean, that's, I, I see as the biggest difference between the right and the left right now is it seems like the right's like standing in the ring being like, come on, let's fight this out. Let's debate this. Um, and the left is like, I don't want to debate it because I know I'm going to lose and I don't want to look stupid. And, and that's, I think that's what makes more people feel like, you know, like you said, there's crazy people on the right. There are, but a lot of people go on the right. They're like, I'm not crazy. Even though I'm telling those people to go die. It's like, that's, you're doing the same thing. You can't, it's not about go die. It's about, can we just like fucking talk and try to figure out where we're, <laughs> how to get on with humanity here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the problem is it's like, it's the identity politics is people really don't agree on everything on the left or on the right. You know, really we all kind of meet in the middle but because people are so staunch in there and so dug in on their identity being either the left or the right, they can't like concede on other stuff. So that's where we're <clears> really <throat> at. Is like, man, we're at this. Uh, everybody's thinks they're self aware, but they're really unaware. I mean, I consider myself. You know, I wish I was more self aware. We all do. We all wish we were. I think. But yeah, it's like these people are just. Uh, uh, have no identity other than the mask or the red hat or the whatever. So that's where they hide behind. Mm -hmm. but really, they don't care. Really, they don't want to take an endless schedule of government mandated whatever the hell, you know? I mean, really, really, people probably think this is all stupid, but because they are worried about being judged by the people within their own side, because their identity is so relies so much so on the status quo being one way, the other, that's what's keeping us divided. Because really, we're all kind of for sure in the middle you know do you feel that do you see it at uh comedy clubs like are you still doing stand-up and i'm doing a show and... tonight i'm doing a show tonight uh uh at the wits end guys you guys want to be there at 8 p.m in deep elm dallas for the people watching if you're in dallas i need to plug that a uh, buddy of mine's putting it on so i'll be there uh, i think i'll probably be on around 9 p.m if the show starts at 8. nice you, you headlining or no no there's actually another guy above me but uh, uh headlining but i mean i'm just doing like you know uh, 10 minutes it's not like a nice I, you know i think it's like 10 comics doing like 10 minutes so it's not like a big yeah comic. yeah 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 i'm doing something similar at the yeah. sunset strip strip it out do you ever come down to austin i know i need to come down there we got to film some content i was just saying we got to film a bugs a bugsy info <laughs> done with this just say like one line like i love you know this franchise and then i'll put it on there because i'm going to be in my suit for sure be like i'm selling it. yeah but but i got need to come down to austin so tell me what's the deal with kill tony have you been on kill tony or or uh uh will you not go on kill tony or what's the deal yeah, I've been on Kill Tony uh, once. Uh, fucking smashed. <laughs> you crushed it. You did and, well uh, on Kill Tony. Yeah, I smashed, and then I got like what, what, I, I don't really... four thousand followers from it. Right after it, wow! No, that's really well, good. When it came out, when it came out, when it was released, which was like two weeks after it was filmed. Well, I, I always have a problem talking over people. See, I'm like new, even though I've known, uh, you know. Uh, 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 I can't even think of his name, and I know his name. Uh, um, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. Duh, obviously Tony Hinchcliffe. Because when I moved to LA, I first met Tony Hinchcliffe. I know Tony Hinchcliffe. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. I shouldn't have hit the bong before. I don't even have a bong. I should have hit the weed pipe before we did the interview. What I'm saying is Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> I should have hit one. Yeah. Okay. I fucking, I'm, I'm, just, I'm so out of it because we literally, like, we're like ref, like we're like on vacation. We're like we're fucking refugees. We're like moving yeah, from Airbnb Canadian to refugees Airbnb. doing that. That's actually kind of fun, though. I wish you had a van, though. Yeah. It'd be cooler if you had a van like Gabby, Gabby Petito. Yeah, I wish I had a bit of a, uh, like a nice rig van. 
But what actually we're doing is just Airbnb hopping. And uh, this one is kind of in a, like, I'm almost like afraid to say what type of area, just because I don't even, I don't even, I don't think it's soundproof. Like, I think that everybody can hear what I'm saying right now, like a hundred people. Yeah. Um, but the people above me were just like up till like seven in the morning, just fucking until I, I literally had to grab a chair, flip it upside down, just start bashing it on the ceiling. And then they, uh, that's desperate. You did that. You did the chair. I mean, I know it is bad. My, I mean, I yeah. used, I had this girl, I used to come to my house and sometimes my neighbors would be loud. And I lived in this apartment when it was like that. And I just didn't care. Like it was an older apartment and they weren't that loud, but sometimes you could hear them. Like there's like, she's a, a one bedroom apartment, a mom and two kids. So sometimes you hear like the two kids, like wrestling upstairs in this older apartment and she would get mad and like hit the thing. And I'd be like, man, there's two mm. kids out there. I felt like, you know, it was not that. It was a cheap ass apartment. <laughs> but like when she it, did I mean, that, I she was li- pissed. I waited like about four hours. I okay. waited like three hours where I was like, I think they're going to stop. And then they didn't. And I was like, fuck one it. One love girl- tap. One love tap wouldn't have been bad, I guess, at the start to kind of just let them know you're listening. But then if they're cranked out or whacked out, they're not going to give a shit. Yeah, it worked though. But, um, Dig yeah, I'll no, get down here. We'll do some some content. I mean, the, the, I, like I don't know. You've obviously noticed this. So you did sales, done sales. I did sales. Um, I think it's actually a great thing for comics to do. Like, if comics are like, "Oh no, I'm broke. What should I do?" Like, I, I a lot of comics are like, "What do I do?" Go fucking apply to a sales job. There's like a million on. Dude, they can get All a your- job in two seconds at any car dealership selling cars in two seconds. Two seconds. Pretty much, honestly, most sales companies. If you write that you're a stand-up comedian on there, they're like, oh my goodness, that's that puts you way ahead of everybody else who's just some fucking loser who went to college and doesn't know anything. <laughs> um, so like go do that and then get some experience like hanging out with normal like regular people, make them laugh. Cause I find a lot of comics struggle when they like, I'm like seven years in. I've only like worked at like in the kitchen of coffee shops and uh, you know, like you got to have a little bit of better job, I think. You have to have this a little seasoning. Opinion. You're right. You have to, because like, that's what the thing is. That's why now when I produce content, I'm so happy, like getting the camera stuff. Cause I had to go and break down on the highway with these cars that I'm buying for people. You know, I'm mean, <laughs> saying like totally on a hundred degree weather and in 20 degree weather, I've broken down in both on the side of the highway, calling AAA, waiting 45 minutes, my phone, low battery thing. Is the guy fucking going to get here before my phone battery dies? I should have brought my charger. Just stressed about it. And then I realized, you know, which I, you know, pay bills doing that. But when you realize like, Oh, creating content, this is what I like. This is fun. It, it, mm-hmm. it gives you more appreciation for it. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta know what regular people are, uh, are doing and thinking. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm basically a lizard. I don't even know if I can you don't know. communicate with regular people. I haven't done that in like three years, but like before when I had to do sales and talk to people, there was this aspect of like, Oh, like I know how to like interact with a regular person and make them laugh as opposed to, cause if you just hang out with comics all the time, it's like, it's all this like political bullshit and da, 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 da. Like you just hang out with, if you're just trying to sell somebody a photocopier, like you're like, yo, what's going on? Like you got kids, like what's your deal? You know, you just talk to people. And it's I think that's right important because that's what you got to do in a, in a fucking comedy show. You got to talk to people. I see a lot of comics. I ended a show last night. There was like, it was, you know, it wasn't a big turnout because apparently there was a winter storm that, didn't actually happen. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. But anyway, so there's like people there, there's like five and like comics go on. And they're like, I'm going to do like my bits and like stare, like as if like, like it's like interact with these people. With these these are human people. beings. Yes. You got to know how to interact with people. Otherwise you shouldn't probably shouldn't do this ever again. Hopefully. 
<laughs> no, you're 100 percent right. So tell me about the politics. You know, coming from Canada, and then compared to—I know it's nuts there—but compared to the comedy politics in Austin, like, have you seen? I guess, like we said, the Kill Tony thing. Because, and I was kind of late to, you know, how popular that show is. That's why I was saying it's like huge, hugely popular. So I guess, tell me about like, did that kind of put you on the map in the Austin comedy scene, for lack of a better word? I guess, get you known to the other comics, kind of. For sure, it did. Um, I think that you know, if you go on and you bomb, like. God, I feel bad for some people. Like there was this guy like last week and he's like, he just sucked. And then, uh, he, in his interview, he sucked. And Tony Inchcoop was like, you're a fucking dork. Like, shut so the fuck both up. Suck. Like, Cause sometimes people can be funny in the interview and suck on the, you know, stand up, but for sure. shouldn't be doing, you know, if you can't do one minute, have one, one or two jokes that are kind of decent. It's not good, but yeah, uh, I find it weird. Some comics will be like, I don't, I don't know if I have a minute. I'm like, Oh my God, like, that's, that's a serious problem. I mean, there's two <laughs> things. I mean, that's not like that it's long. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, it gets you on the map. I'd say the biggest difference between Austin and Toronto comedy is that Toronto comedy is all about, like, first of all, in Canada, the government runs the main companies that would hire you to do, like, even like the show that you did. Like, if you were to host anything in Canada, it's essentially a government job. Okay, oh, so who, well, yeah, but who are those comedians? I used to like them, but now they're kind of annoying. They had that hit show. It was paid for by the government. They had a show on. You know the guys I'm talking about? It's Trailer like, Park Boys? No, I know Trailer Park Boys, and not they're that. They're funny. Yeah, they Trailer Park Boys are awesome. I love the oh, Trailer uh, Park Boys. Letter Letter Kenny. Not Letter Kenny. It's the other ones, and they did uh, uh they did a show. It was like they're, they're, they're Tall always, Boys. They always had like video games and shit in it, and it was on like IFC. I always want to know. And they made a documentary about how the moon landing was like real it's these fuckers oh my god but i love their show it's called oh nirvana the band the show you ever heard of those guys no okay so there's these guys they're from canada they're big they have a show and, and then they end up making a movie they're called nirvana the band the show they have something else so like it's, these guys are awesome they're really talented hmm. you, you got to look them up dude yeah, check that out dude but the guy talks about he did all these interviews they blew up What's his name? Uh, you know, the fat guy, Kevin Smith, liked him and like bought one of their those movies or something. That's how they blew up. Mm. Kevin Smith discovered him or some shit. But mm. they talked about how they got started and how they continue to start. They were all funded by the Canadian government. I'm like, what? What do you mean they're funded by? They're like kids in the, in the interview. Like, yeah, they paid for us to make the show. They paid for us to do this movie. So how does that work? Explain that. You say even a show, you would have to be funded by the government. What? How does that how does that work? Well, basically, they run the networks. So, like, you have in here, you have like Fox, and you know, there's other networks that would make a TV show. Potentially, you have also Netflix and stuff like that. Netflix exists in Canada, but there, it's the same thing that they're subsidized by the government to to put on a certain amount of Canadian content. Um, but Netflix gets around that in fucked up ways. Like Netflix will film things in Canada that are written by Americans and are acted. All the actors are American and they'll just hire a bunch of fucking Canadian losers to hold microphones and shit and cameras and be like, it's Canadian. And the extras, and the extras will be Canadian. And extras. And, yeah. and the extras, right? I've been an um, extra on everything. I've, that's what I went to uh, California. I was on The Office. I've been in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. Spider-Man. I mean, it's lame, but dude, on a movie set, though, I know exactly what the fuck is going on. I mean, and I, I ended up, you know, booking some commercials where I was a principal actor, but what I'm saying is a movie set's kind of sketchy. You're like, what the fuck do you do? So it's kind of nice to, for everybody out there, if you ever want a kid, you want to learn how to act or something, I say it's easy to get like roles for kids as an extra, and that'll see if you really want to be an actor. I think that's just a, 
Yeah, I, I actually did a bunch of I did a bunch of extra work as well. But I was like twenty when I was twenty to twenty two. Like That's what I'm saying. Years. That's what I was doing when I was a kid. So you're in Toronto. They probably made a bunch of movies, a shit ton of movies in Toronto. Yeah, I did like Carrie and. I was on like Degra- like the Degrassi. That's like a Canadian show. I know with Drake, uh, dude. So were you and Drake? Drake. Were you and Drake in no, scenes Drake. together? Just admit it, man. I don't wish. don't act just because you're a comedian. You can't. Everybody gets to start. Brad Pitt was an extra. Everybody starts in the background. <laughs> something. He gives a shit. Yeah. No. They 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 had like a new guy that looked like, like they like Drake had left already. So they had like a lookalike. They had like another. Wow, half, they had half. the Dollar Tree version or the store brand yeah. version of Drake. Basically, yeah. They Do we like Drake, guy. Ben? Do we like Drake? Um, I like, I, yeah, I like Drake. He's talented. I mean, he's definitely not like he's not somebody that I think about regularly. But he's he's a good he's a good rapper. Is he propped up by the government giving lyrics written by the Tavistock Institute that we know they're going to be melodies that are uh, <laughs> you know, going to be symphonic in our brains and headsets. So they well, they're going to be number one hits. What's interesting is, yeah, that's probably true. I mean, he's definitely pro- in with Illuminati at this point, but he's more like what I like about Drake is that he's a success story. He's a good businessman. He comes from Canada. He's Jewish. Um, you know, people are like he's black. I'm like he's he's Jewish. He's, he's a Jewish, Jewish guy. Yeah, he's like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he like Jewish. fakes it. Like he does like fake Jamaican accents for his fans. Like at like meet and greets. He'll be like yo, one one. But then like he'll be like, all right, we need to get out of here. Like it's <laughs> that's how he really hilarious. talks. You just did a really yeah. good. That's all right, guys. Hey, this is Drake. Can you yeah, let us he's in the building? Just like a Canadian Jewish guy who's like a businessman, but uh, he's an example of people who got out of Canada, like in Canada, he was literally making like 40 grand a year on some shitty TV show that's subsidized by the government. And then in America, he's making hundreds of millions of, like, you know, it's, it's just like insane. And, and it goes for every professional, uh, every profession at every level. Like there's lawyers in Canada that are making $200,000 Canadian a year that if they were in the States would be making millions, right. Or whatever. So Pretty much everybody's getting fucked in Canada, but it's a good pl- it's a good place to learn how to be good at something because it's a small universe, and if you can kill it there and leave, you can do cool shit like Drake, like lots of fucking Canadian Norm, uh, you know Russell Peters. There's, there's Canadians that leave Seth Rogen. I mean, he's kind of a fucking loser. I don't but, like you know him now, I mean? but he, yeah, he's done a lot of shit, but now he sucks dick. Knocked uh, up and yeah, shit was cool. Some good stuff. But dude, this is the thing. When I think of Canada, like I do think of like good people. I think I watched this one, uh, this YouTube, this 400 pound, 500 pound woman. Her name's Foodie Beauty. And she's like a muckbanger and she's in Canada. And I'm just, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but I just think about it. I kind of think of like being in Canada. She's like, has like a nice apartment and like doesn't drive far. Like it seems like she doesn't work. Like it seems, seems like she's kind of subsidized by the government. So is it kind of like, I guess how, what I'm trying to say is like, I imagine Canada, like a lot of people in kind of one bedrooms, two bedroom apartments, just kind of like living the life, just maybe having a dog kind of like a wage slave, like in America, but a little more comfortable, like more relaxed, I guess, like less stress doing it. Like, you know, almost universal basic basic income, but not really. 
Yeah, it, there's a bit of that. I mean, during the pandemic, they came out with something called CERB, which is like Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit. So they basically gave everybody like two grand Canadian a month. Um, That's like, nice. For, That's what she got. That's what it seems like, dude. She gets two grand a yeah. month, dude. Why? Everybody's anti-UBI. And like, I want to be like anti-UBI or whatever. But dude, with the military industrial complex, we spend trillions of dollars on weapons to murder human beings we don't need that we need less of that stuff and uh, this stuff you know money to help people pay for their medical bills or kids so they can have a car so they can travel i mean whatever i don't care what they use the money for but beneficial instead of buying cars for to kill saudi royals we should buy cars for kids that are broke i mean i that's just yeah i think christine munez ten dollar super chat and francis bull another five dollar super chat from london for four dollars and 49 pounds those are pounds so that's nearly ten dollars thank you from london sorry go ahead ben did they ask something? Or they they, no, they just said, love your satire. Keep up the amazing work. You have a home in London, UK, if you ever visit. Wow. 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 They have no restrictions anymore, so I, we should go. But, I, uh, I, have you seen the narrative change so fast? Well, I wonder what that is. People are like, we can only say so much. We don't want any in, information or any misinformation, whatever YouTube's going to call it. But now that they're like turning things off, there's going to be some states, I don't think, in, in America that ever turns it off, like D.C. and L.A., uh, so it's just weird. Like, I wonder what those people will think in L.A. that see London is, is going down and, you know, is, you know, stopping the restrictions. And there's other countries doing the same. They're probably going to be like, why is America still doing this? What's going to wake them they're up? Just gonna do, they're just going to do the horse blinders. That's yeah. just what people do. They just put the horse blinders up. They go, well, uh, didn't, you know, they just go, more people dead or whatever. They just say something and that makes them feel better about it. In terms of the socialism stuff and the UBI shit, um, the thing is that we're yet to see where that leads. So I think that it's like, why don't we have that? It's like, I think America's like maybe waiting to see what happens with places like Canada because, you know, we have the, the healthcare is free, which means that the government has more incentive to lock people down because they're like, look, you're paying for your own healthcare and we have to make sure everybody gets it fairly. So if the, you know, they're you can't overwhelm the system. Right. So it's, and then they also, so they gave more money to people with these welfare checks than they've spent on, or like they didn't spend any money basically on building new hospitals or like they actually, <laughs> they actually fired nurses. Like they yeah. actually were like, oh, you guys are all fired. Um, you can take your welfare check actually now. And um, actually you couldn't do that because if you didn't have the jab and you got fired for that, you weren't mm-hmm. eligible for the, uh, for the, $2,000 a month. Wow. So, you lost your eligibility. Hey, are there, so there's a homeless problem though in Toronto. There has to still be homeless people because they're just mentally yeah. ill. Um, but tons like, of homeless people. Yeah. I guess it's so, but they could, they could go get from a shelter and get a CERN CERB check or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I mean, some of them do, I think, and then they just end up getting really Black, fucked yeah. up. And yeah. Yeah, they just do like Good for them. more drugs. They, they deserve it more than me. I mean, yeah. We have all the same it. shit. We have all the same problems as America's on, I'd say a smaller scale and there's less places to go and people don't really, things are so far that it's like the three biggest cities are like Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary. They're all like 30 hour drives from each other. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I'm acting like, oh, such a noob about Canada, but I guess I'm so interested in Canada. Now you've come to Austin. I bet in your mind before you moved to Texas, you're like, I wonder what Texas is like. You're probably interested. I just wonder, Toronto, I, you know, I, for me, it seems kind of like a metropolitan-ish, kind of New York-ish city. It kind of seems like a cool place. You know, I'm sure the politics is garbage, but 
I still think of it like as kind of a you know a forefront city in the world. You know, like a you know really. It's a cool ass city. city, man. Yeah, it's a cool city, and uh, you know, we right before the pandemic, we won the fucking NBA championship. Like it was the sick. Raptors. I was sick. So you love that? Cool. Did you love that, Ben? Was that a badass for the city of Toronto? Because when we won it, Mavericks in eleven, it was <laughs> sick for the city. It was great, but people don't know what it's like to win a championship. So was it nuts in uh, Toronto? Yeah, it was pretty nuts. I mean. I, I actually at the time lived right downtown beside where they were doing the whole, the, I want to call it a protest. I think everything with people is a protest. Yeah. There was, there was the, it was the Raptors protest. No, it was the uh, parade <laughs> parade or whatever, all the people. And, uh, but then some like fucking fat black lady yelled gun and everybody started running. What? Um, what? So, so it was kind of, it was like fun, but also like, it was like, ah. Oh! See, that's how um, so, everybody's on pins and needles. It just takes one word, and you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, come on. Yeah, so people kind of freaked out and ran away from the parade, uh, <laughs> and then some people stayed. And it was actually funny because Drake was on stage during this parade with uh, Justin Trudeau, and they are both on stage there while uh, people were running for their lives thinking that they were going to die. And um, <laughs> that makes me sick that Trudeau is dancing on stage at this. You know, he was happier. He was the happiest person at that parade. Well, they weren't. Yeah. Well, they weren't even dancing. They were like it was they were going to do. They were doing like a ceremony where they brought like the players on stage and had speeches and shit. That's when people like were like gun and like half the audience like ran away and people were getting trampled. And Drake had to go on stage and was like. I uh, yo, everybody, just, everything's all right, but we're just doing like a quick, like you can't leave for the next two hours from where you are right now. <laughs> lockdown, like, baby, lockdown. It was like a baby lockdown at the Raptors spread. Yeah. So everybody stay cool, still. But it's, it, it is what it is, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to, I think people are a little more normal. I mean, I'm fairly normal. From, uh, I doubt it. If you're a comedian, you're not normal. You can't be normal. It can't be normal to be a comedian. Not normal, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Um, I yeah, 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 yeah. There's comedians that are like, you're like, okay, that guy's really like, you know, really like you. bad off. Um, <laughs> no, no, no that's how it is. Yo, know some people are so. You know how to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, but some people are such social pariahs. They somehow get into stand up. I don't know how. And I'm not hating on my, you know, I'm not even saying that I'm some social butterfly. But yeah, no, there's some people that do stand up that are like, you know. Why? Like, how do they even operate a car? How do they drive that car? That's yeah, that's well. A lot of them don't. Yeah, I know comics have been don't. doing comedy. Yeah, comics who don't have driver's licenses and they're like fifty. You're like, what the fuck? I know that's insane. That? that is insane. But dude, whatever. I like that you have the vagabond lifestyle because that's what I live. I don't have any kids. I'm 35. I look older than I fucking look. I'm older than I look. But this is what I'm saying. Is there's? I think it was like I forget who made the joke, but I have a lot of friends that are married with kids. And, you know, some of them, like, I'm sure close your eyes and wish they were, like, single and making content, doing whatever they want, you know. And, like, so it's funny how I, I look, you know, up to you. You know, you made the move. You're on the road. Like, you're living it up, you know, being an artist. So, you know, I think that's badass. It's badass. And, and so I know we kind of, like, I was on your show. You were on my show. So 20, your show 20 still pounds. Happening? We're still live. We just got a 20-pound donation. We got 134 watching on YouTube right now. It's amazing. Um, yeah, congrats on that. Yeah, send me that. I send it to you right now. You probably want to see the chat. I'm sure they're, gonna, they're probably. I don't. I mean, I don't ever like to read the chat. Honest to God. Here, there's a link. 
We're live right now. No idea. Kate, Emma, thank you so much. 20 pounds. That's like, that's literally $30. A shout out from Norfolk, England. Loving that primetime 99 grind. First time managed to hit a live stream. Hey, Kate, and I left a a message for, uh, for this meeting in Yorkshire and they got mad at me because it was like, I left a statement to be read and they didn't like it. I guess they thought it was profane is what they said. Let me try to find this. Um, (laughs) let me try to find this email. Let me see the, this is a canceled question. I regret it is not a question. Okay, so this is from Kensington and Chelsea is who it's from. This is the email. And they sent me, uh, you submitted a question for council meeting on the 26th of January. IT team have been asked to remove this to free up space for another question because you're only allowed to ask 10 questions. And then I I sent some, like, crazy questions saying, like, you know, rope a dope, stick the needle up my dope or some shit. You know what I mean? Something stupid. But now I'm going to get them. Now I know how to get them with a question form. So uh, it's it's not when you're trolling all these places, Ben. This is kind of like cheap comedy. Now it's kind of a little hack. But what I like is, you know, the, this is my point is what I like is it's, it's like an open mic in a comedy club, but all these videos are filmed. So it's kind of like you're going on TV. You're not really going on real TV, but it's called stream sniping. I like that I'm sniping their stream because they're live. There's like a whole people that do IRL streaming. I don't know if you've seen that where they're like, there's like big IRL streamers, IRL streamers, and they try to stream, smaller ones will try to stream snipe to so people are like, oh, there's another IRL streamer. So in a sense, I feel like I'm sniping their stream by going on their live stream and causing chaos or creating as much chaos without getting kicked off as possible. I think it's brilliant because you don't even have to set up a camera. You don't have to do shit. Like you just that's show a, up, that's what I'm saying. film it, and then you what do you you pull it from you, their YouTube channel after? Is that what you do? Yeah, or you know they all have like a city site. You know, sometimes they post it to whatever crappy browser. You know, but yeah, sometimes they have a YouTube. A lot of them don't. But any of the all these cities, yeah, they have a live stream. And so you just, and it looks so much better with their overlay on it. It looks way better. That's what the whole joke is. That's why it's so clever, not clever, but that's why that one thing worked. Because it's like, it's, oh, it's, I'm saying it looks real. It's authentic. It's a, it's somebody else's show and you're acting a fool on it. It's honestly, you look like a doc. Like if you were like, I'm a doctor, people would be like, okay, yeah. Alex Stein, the doc, Dr. Stein. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Jewish, Dr. Stein. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, no. No, that's so nobody's going to be my like, mom, this is fake. Well, I don't want to talk about this too much. My mom recently passed away, and the doctor, like one of the doctors, uh, you know, is like this Jewish kid. I was just like, this guy's working on my mom. I wouldn't let him work on my fucking cat in the ICU. That's who it was all in the ICU, was little kids like that. But it was like this Jewish little doctor guy. I was like, man, I can't believe this guy's a real doctor. I, I mean, he was a kid, too. It seemed, he was probably 30, but he looked like he was 12. But, yeah, so I'm saying, to your point, yeah, I would look like a doctor. He kind of looked like me, but 12, I guess. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Though, yeah, it right? sucks, dude. Yeah, it's really bad. <sighs> My mom's, she's got dementia. She's in a senior's home, so. Wow, in Canada, at least that. See, my mom was on Medicaid. She was kind of, you know, basically, she was on social services here in, in America. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of pro-social services, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think certain social services are important. Um, we didn't kind of finish that, but in Canada, nobody's nobody wants to work right now. Like, like if you if you started a, a restaurant right now and you're like, oh, we're looking for employees, people are like, employee? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, they're not going to just be like, ooh, I want to work at a restaurant. Like, <laughs> like that that's where they're at. They're like, why would I do that? I make two thousand dollars a month, and if you move to the sticks. You could just get like an apartment for like a thousand dollars in the middle of nowhere, and just like half a thousand dollars to like fucking jerk off and play video games all month. So that's what this that's girl kind of does. The life. 
That is kind of the life, dude. Or you can find a place you split it with somebody, a twelve hundred dollar two bedroom, and you get two thousand bucks a month. You're only paying like six hundred bucks in rent or something. I mean, and, these and people- like being a fucking OnlyFans fart in a jar girl or whatever doesn't count as a job to the government. So like you can still do that and like collect your two thousand dollars and shit in jars or whatever the fuck these bitches are doing. I mean, I try to do it. It doesn't. Nobody's trying to buy my farts. I guess if anybody wants to buy it, just, you know, I don't think that I don't know if that's real. When she's trying to sell that, say that many people buy her farts. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't believe there's a lot of I know. But like they they really want the jar and they're going to open the jar. and be like, I mean, wouldn't she just like wouldn't it just be easier for her to just put a little fart spray in everyone? And so she said she had a heart attack. Did you hear the story after it that she had to quit doing it because she had a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was. that story, that ending, Vince. Yeah, and and no, don't even say that. We can't even say that word. And that's uh, yeah, on this thing. That's sorry, a that's a thing. Jewish word. Yeah, the, that's a dish. It's like matzo ball it's, soup. It's a Yiddish, yeah. a soup. Um, no, but Ben, like, no, the world is insane. I'm happy though that you're in Austin. You're living that Texas life. But the thing is, Austin's like kind of like, I don't know how to explain. It. It's kind of annoying too. It's kind of right? gay. I mean, it's a little gay. It's a lot gay, but you know that's okay. Dallas is gay too. Dallas is actually probably gayer than Austin. But I'm saying, that's weird. yeah. But Austin's just like I don't know how to explain it. It's like keep Austin weird, and now it's like those weird people are like the ones that are like all pro mask and pro mandates. The people that I, I guess would keep it weird. So now it's like keep Austin uh, according to the CDC guidelines. Yeah, I. If if you come from somewhere like Canada or even like New York and you go to Austin, you're like, this is freedom. You know what I mean? Like. Even if you see a couple of people with masks being fucking gay, um, you know, you're like, whatever, because you don't have to. Right. So it's like yeah. those people are choosing to, which is lame, which is fine. But, and if you guys want to wear one, wear one. I don't really care. I, and if right. you want to get vaccinated, go do it. Like you should have freedom to go do it. If you want to do heroin, you can do it. I don't suggest it, but my girlfriend told me to my girlfriend told me to tell you that uh, she really liked that that video. The, the uh, homeless vaccination video. Six vaccines in one night. Thank you. That makes you feel she good. She said she was dying. I, I watched it with her as well. It's fucking hilarious. I love that video. So. It makes me feel good. Thank you. But yeah, the um, <clears throat> yeah, if you come from Canada, you come to Austin, you're not like, oh, this is so like by the rules. Like even the signs on the doors are like masks recommended. Yeah. It's like in Canada, it's like we will literally tackle you to the ground if you don't fucking come in here. Like I had, I had somebody at a liquor store, an employee hit a phone out of my hand because the liquor stores are all government run. So it's like you're not allowed to film inside the liquor store. So I went inside the liquor store. She's like, "Pull up your mask." It was, it was like right here. I was like, "Yours is also at the same like her, hers was also showing her nose." And so I pull up my phone to film her doing that, and she just smacks it out of my hand. Um. So, I mean, she got, she got fired. But wow. Still. She got fired for some, but dude, that's the thing. I saw a guy get kicked out of a store for smelling a candle, taking his mask down to smell a candle. So people are nuts. So yeah, I guess Austin in that sense. Yeah, it is better. But Austin used to be like, I don't know. It used to be cooler. It's just not the, the lore of Austin. Now that everybody's there, the traffic's kind of annoying. It's not like designed for all the people there, but if right. I was a comedian as an entertainer, I think that's the future. Like really and truly like, not just as a, a content creator, but like you know what Joe Rogan's doing. People, right? Austin, California, they're gonna California's gonna continue to suck, and so is like New York. Even though they'll still be cachet, cool cities because they're so famous, people are gonna migrate to Austin and Nashville and like Florida for sure. I think, like you said, uh, you know, 
it's not as cool as it used to be. Nothing is as cool as it exactly. Used to be. That's exactly. So I'm being a, I'm being a bitch ass. I just remember going. The there only place that's cooler is is now is Wuhan. Like I, exactly. Wuhan, like, oh, this is, this is fucking, well, this is why right. I'm being such a little bitch ass. Cause I remember going like, and I didn't go to UT Austin, but like visiting that when I was like in college, you know, this is 10 years ago. Austin was like the coolest city ever. You'd be like, I'm going to Austin. And, like, and I didn't, I even, I haven't been to ACL, but like ACL, Austin used to be like so cool. And now I'm like, dude, I don't even want to, I want to come visit you. Cause I want to try to, you know, hang out with you and do kill Tony. But I'm like, I don't even care to go to Austin. Uh, but I'm being a snob. I'm being a Dallas snob. So you need to come to Dallas. Have you visited I'd Dallas love to go yet? To Dallas. I haven't. I've been to Houston. It was okay. And uh, Houston reminded me a bit of Toronto. Dallas is probably similar to Toronto's big. Um, but yeah, if you guys are running shows up there, fuck, I'll fucking come down. You got to come to Dallas. You got to check out Dallas just to see it. I mean, you got to at least see where JFK was shot, bro. You have to as a Canadian. That's legendary. The, yeah. The Plaza. You can't yeah, come to I Texas guess, uh, and not see Dealey Plaza. Is it more important than the Alamo? No. I mean, have you been to San Antonio? No. Shit. <laughs> you do need to see the Alamo, though. You do need to go see the yeah. Alamo. I mean, that is kind of just... My friend's coming here um, from Vancouver on Monday, and uh, he really wants to go see some sites, so... San Antonio probably, uh, would be fun, dude. You go to the Riverwalk. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably have fun. Uh, I don't know if he drinks, but you guys can drink and walk around, and it's a good. Oh shit, trip. that's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, you can do well, that in yeah. Austin too, though. Probably even better on Six. Yeah. Street. Do you go to Six I mean, Street I a bunch? Been, do you go or not really? Yeah, I've been to Six Street. I mean, the Vulcans on Six Street. So you have to. Go um, yeah, you kind of have to. Creek in the Cave is like on Seventh. It's like yeah. right around the corner for Six. So. You don't sound like you love it. You don't sound like you love it that much, man. (laughs) It's, uh, well, it's like, it's a smaller city. You know what I mean? Like people act like it's like, Ooh, Austin's huge. So big. It's like, it's just, it's kind of a small city, especially I'm from Toronto. It's like 4 million people. It's like a million, you know, um, the greater Toronto area is like even bigger than that, I think. So, but what I like about it is it's, I don't know. It's here. It's open. It's fucking open. That's what do you do? Like, 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 everybody's like, what do you like about it? It's like, it's open. I can go to a fucking restaurant. I can go for a coffee. I mean, like, does it not blow your mind that, you know, uh, did you drive here? Are you, you have a car. Did you drive here or what? We were talking about no. cars earlier. So you flew here and you, you're carless right now. Yeah. My cars are in Canada. I gotta get, you gotta get a car. Why did I had to sell you a cheap did you, were car? You gonna, oh, are you still working there? I mean, no, I, you, dude, I have my dealer's license. I still buy and sell cars every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, dude, I could, if you I, could get me a car, that would I, be amazing. I was I looking buy, into it though. I need like an address. I'll probably have to buy it from somebody. I, through, like, I get us, you a so. dirt cheap car. I get you, I mean, do you want to buy a cash car or are you trying to finance a car? I can find you a car for like two grand or 1500 bucks, you know, something. 1500 would probably be. What what are we talking here? Like, 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 like an old Jeep Cherokee or like an old Tahoe or something? Yeah, that would be perfect. That would be You need perfect. a car. You need a car. I can't believe it. It's uh, ter- it's terrible not having a car. I, I take a lot of Ubers. I get some material from Ubers. Dude, like you can't be in Texas without a truck or a car, dude. That's how Texas home on the range, bro. You're not It's terrible. You it's can't. terrible. I've been here for you three months. You haven't had a car this whole time, dude. I yeah. would even say fly back to Canada and drive it down. It's not that long of a drive, but it is probably. But um, yeah, well, the problem is the yeah. I guess I could do that, you know. You Just fly have, back and drive back. You have to have a car. Yeah, I should have a car. We were looking at buying one, but then it's like 
it's complicated because I'm Canadian. I know, you know but I, mean? I can get you a car. I can get you a deal with no. I can get, if you have a passport. All right, do you have a passport? Yeah. Yeah, this I'm saying. And because well, it sucks because I deal with a lot of illegal immigrants. They don't have a passport. So I have to sell it to somebody in their family that does have a passport. But as long as you have a passport or a driver's license, I can sell you a car. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Your oh, fuck it. Yeah. Well, after this, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll message you. you I'll send you. Yeah, yeah, I'll message you because I'll go. I'll try to find you. Got to have a car to roam around the town. I mean, dude, that makes me. And listen, you can get around with Uber and this and that. It's not like your life's that much. But dude, in like Austin is small. But dude, you got to go see Texas if you're coming here from Canada. You can sell the car. I'll buy the car when you're done with it. Yeah, the farthest I've been, to, I've been to South Padre Island. We went there. Was that um, fun? That was I mean, sweet. I've been I've been a little bit, but did you have a fun time? Or uh, that... There was a co- it was co- it was there was a comedy show, so it was it was cool. Compared to Mexico, hey, why is it that? And not, I don't sound like I go on vacation all the time. I haven't been on vacation. I hate traveling now. I don't even want to fly because it's so insane. Um, but I, the few times I went to Mexico, I used to go like once a year for like three or four years, or for like three years. I was always full of Canadian people there. What's the deal with Canadians going to Mexico, or, or do they just travel a lot, or what's the deal? <laughs> Um, Have you been I to Mexico Canadian. a bunch? I guess is my first question. And why do Canadians go to Mexico a lot? No, I've been, I've been to Cuba twice. That's kind of like even more regal than Mexico. That's that's where more I'd say like a lot Trudeau. of Canadians go to. You're like Trudeau, Canadian. dude. Do they all go to Cuba yeah. for Trudeau? It's what it is. It's it's like our uh, mecca. That's what we do. No, it's um, dude. It's just cheap and it's fucking warm. And it Canada's- is cheap. Oh, that's why you go to Cuba because their dollars all weak. And so, shut up. And it's because his dad is Fidel Castro. So that you're telling me a bunch of Canadians go spend their money. I went, to, I went to Cuba way before uh, Trudeau's prime minister. I haven't gone since. But he's always been Fidel Castro's son, though. Right. But yeah, I don't, dude. Canadians, it's so fucking cold there that they'll go anywhere that's like cheap, and you can get they, there's there's sun and drinks. So that's well, America, why so many you Canadians go. Are, you couldn't, couldn't go to Cuba till recently, no. till the last few years. Yeah. Now cruise ships go there like crazy. Yeah, apparently, like prices are gonna go up there and shit like that. But Mexico is cool. Uh, Americans go to Mexico, but you know, Americans they don't they can go to fucking Florida. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Like you can just go. You can like you can like buy a house there or like a timeshare. Canadians are like, what do we do? Let's go to Mexico. It's, it's you know, stay on the resort. Canadians like that resort thing where they're just like all inclusive, too grand. That's insane. The all inclusive dude is all every person you meet at an all inclusive resort is Canadian. I'm like, wow, yeah. Canada's living that lie. I'm like, shit, I need to go to. In my mind, I'm like, wow, these guys are doing it. You know, for me, this is the one. That's kind of when I was away. So like, this is my one trip a year. You know, I go for a week to for five nights and do all inclusive. It costs two grand, like you said. You know, and I, it's like. It's it's all Canadians. I'm like the only American there. Me and like four black Americans, and then you know, and then a bunch of Canadian white guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it is what it is, dude. I, I I'm not even into that kind of shit right You're now. You're an like, international even... traveler. We have to talk about the Canadian international travel habits. I'm interested in getting it because, man, I'm like I said, I'm a nut. Like I like culture. I'm a culture vulture. So I think it's you know you're coming in. You're you're now you're getting part of that Texas Australians uh, Australians travel a lot too, but now they don't because they're not allowed to leave or something. They're like uh, <laughs> they're pretty uh, crazy over there. So, <clears throat> but you used to go everywhere and be like, oh, it's Australians, they're here, crazy. In ca- now, in- now everywhere. Like if you go to 
The bar. Anywhere. Always a drunk Australian people at the bar. There's always us. Yeah, but not anymore because they're not allowed to leave. I really don't have a lot of sympathy for, I mean, I guess I should have sympathy for Australia, but like they're the beta testing ground. I think New Zealand too. I mean, they should be like fighting up against this more than anybody, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I just can't be sympathetic to them. I guess because I don't hear their flight, their plight. $10 super chat. Thank you, American devil. Because I don't, um, you're, you're right. I don't ever see, uh, I don't ever see or hear them anymore. Yeah. I think Canadians need to, um, become, stronger friends with like Americans, like on a personal level, like more Canadians need to like have American friends. Cause if you're sheltered in Canada and you're not going to like meet Americans, you're just going to stay there. Like you're pretty much shutting yourself off to like so much of the, your own continent that you're on. Cause it's like the majority of the continent. Yeah. Is our, is Canada actually fit like geographically, but there's nothing there and there's nothing to do. There's no culture in the middle of the forest. So if you're Canadian and you're not taking advantage of like the fact that we're allowed to travel and go to America and hang out, meet friends. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Really? Like I have some friends who are like, I like England better. I'm like, that's fucking gay. Like England is cool, but it's like, hello. Like it's not, it's not cool. It's not like going to Dallas and you see where JFK got shot. Like that's fucking, that's culture. <laughs> not going to not going to England and standing in line to go to a soccer game. So there's like a SWAT team. That, like, People know. love England though. The England's on. Everybody yeah. wants to go to England. I mean, dude, I, like I it said, it is cool. I know, but I we're talking about there. we're talking about traveling though, dude. I I'm like done, man. I'm really done. I I I do want to travel again, but like just the rules in on these flights and like people are getting duct taped to seats and I'm not even trying to be like just a fear monger <laughs> about it. Like I will get on a plane and fly. It's just the idea of like even going to travel and having to hang out at the airport and stuff. I'm like, oh, is it even worth it? Do I even want to fucking do it? Uh, that's where I'm at. I would have never, I thought I used to, to be, a, I'm saying I used to be you like, a, I, I used to hop on flights and to catch flights, not feelings. I was like a slut, like a, a high end escort. I would fly so much, you know, I would fly for the stupid shit. And now I'm like, man, I, I wouldn't even, you know, I would, I would, you know, catch flights if I had to, to get to places. Now I would only take a one way flight because it's so crazy. Mm, it's um, unless it like Europe or something, you know, where I couldn't. But yeah, if I'm not going to catch a flight to go to Los Angeles or some shit or go to Florida, I'm not going to stop in Nashville or Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the traveling dude. sucks, dude. It just sucks now. Yeah, I mean, you should travel to Canada and document it all. See how crazy that is because you get off the plane, there's like fucking nurses like waiting for you to like stick shit up your nose. Like the second you land, it's like crazy. No, um, that's what it's like. As soon as you get off the thing, they start testing you. As soon as you get off the plane, pretty much, yeah. Like you get you go through customs and then they. I don't know. I think they do it like they try to do it twice. And then if you say no, they like fine you. Like right now, there's this thing where there's not enough tests in the States. Like there, there's a test shortage apparently. Yeah. So, but if you want to go back to Canada and you're a Canadian, you have to be tested. Right. Um, but they're like, Canadians are like calling the government and being like, Hey, like, I'm stranded. Like there's no tests. Like I booked a test two weeks ago for today. They're telling me they're out. Yeah. Like I can't, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Um, so basically they're like, okay, well you can come home, but it's just going to cost you $6,200. Yeah. What? So, that's, is that so the fine or is that, what is the, how do they, how do they justify it? That's the fine for coming back to Canada without a, uh, without a test. 6,200 
bucks. Give me, and I would right. take it. I mean, I would just take the test, but I mean, it's just what the fuck. Honestly, you should take the fine. Like, if you're like a Canadian citizen, like you should just be like, yeah, yeah, give me the fine, and then because you just like give it, like you, yeah, you even if you're pay Canadian, you have to have a lawyer. You have to have a lawyer to be Canadian. Now. Like to leave your house, you have to have a lawyer um, because you're gonna. There's gonna be something. You're gonna get fined. You gotta give that to somebody that puts it in a queue somewhere so that in four years they're like, oh yeah, no, this isn't. You're not paying that. Dude, that's literally like minority report. They're like, they're always finding you. And I heard that too. Like they don't always collect on these fees or you fight them in court. Like they're not real strict on the collections. Like they want to just get you in the system. They want to get you paperwork, you know, on your ass. It's weird. They tried to find me for, um, so I like during, so March, 2020 happened, lockdown was super strict in Canada. And then by May, I was like, Hey, there's no comedy. This is fuck. So I started my own comedy show in a park. I literally just rented a speaker wireless with a general little generator, silent generator for a light. Um, and I knew where people like hung out on like this one hill. So we just started doing comedy there. Second night we got fined like $2,300 for that. Oh, like, because everything you said, you can't even be in the park. Well, you could be in the park, but you weren't supposed to, even though people were gathered, it's like, but you're actually gathering them, even though they were already oh, there to begin you're with. The, you're the, you're the ringleader. Right. And so that, but they gave me this bullshit fine. So like, oh, uh, you know, you're not allowed to operate a loudspeaker in a park, which is apparently like in Canada, you literally, it's illegal to make noise. Like you, if you can't just stand <laughs> on the street with a megaphone, it's like, you're, this is a operation of loudspeaker fucking you're going to jail. So anyway, so that, and then they're like, oh, and you, uh, didn't like you like did objected to a, an emer an order given by an officer during an emergency. It's like, what was the order? Like, they didn't even say what the yeah, order was. They're it's just because like, you're in an emergency situation or we're an emergency doctrine or whatever the rule is. So we got, we got fined like 2,300 bucks. Um, we did a GoFundMe. Fucking Doug Stanhope actually retweeted it. Russell Peters retweeted it. And then we paid that off. And then we just kept going after that. We did another 12 weeks in another park. And, and then, um, the cops finally came and they, they came with like 30 people and like drones, like overhead. And they were just like, yeah, you, if you go up there, like we will actually arrest you now. So they like half, like three quarters of the way through the show. They're like, you can't keep going. I'm like, okay, fine. So they gave me like, I, they told me I could never come back to this park for like, I don't know. It was like 60 days or like 90 <laughs> days. You can't fucking come. You can't step foot in this park for any you're reason. Banned. You walk your dog. You're banned from the park. And, uh, and we're going to serve you with like whatever. So then in a couple of days they served me with these two things. And then my lawyer was like, yeah, it's like, they want to, they want to find you like eight grand. I'm like, this is crazy. But anyway, we got it down to like 350 bucks, but that's the type of shit that we had to do in Canada just to keep comedy alive. By the way, at the same time, everybody was like, Ben's a racist, um, for doing this in the park. Um, even though I put black people on the show. You are a racist. Like, you should be shut down. Dude. Yes. You have to shut your whole world down. $10 tip on Rockpin. Thank you. Sorry. What I did do was uh, I posted a white square during a black square day. Is that why? That was... That's not really why. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did it as a joke. And I was like, of course, this... it's a joke. And they got that mad at that. Yeah. And then, and then my black friends still did the show. And then there were other black people being like, and white people being like, uh, Ben Bankus is exploiting black voices by having them on his show. So I'm like, so if I don't have any black people on the show, I'm a racist because I don't have any on the show. And then if I put them on the show, I'm exploiting them. Like it's just so insane to me. Um, we had people of every 
race, religion, creed. We have Jared, who was the Omicron guy who was on a big, he's coming Jared, out, a big star yeah, on Kill Tony. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I put Jared on everything. And so you knew Jared in Toronto before he came to Austin, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was on all my park shows and um, he basically throughout the pandemic, we got close because I put him on all my shows. There were no other shows. And then when there were, like in Toronto, the people who run the woke comedy club wouldn't let him do spots because they were like, he says retard on stage. It's like he has what? the right to say that. And even if he did it, who the fuck cares? Um, but yeah, they were like, yeah, you can't do their show. Like, so like woke people wouldn't book Jared because they're like, he's too edgy. Like, can you believe that? I can't because they're such sensitive pussies. But dude, what the hell? The guy's like literally retarded and can do comedy. Yeah. It is funny. And they can't. I mean, wow. But what is it like when he bombs? Is not it as, sad? Is it ever sad though when he bombs or does he never bomb? Cause he's just so. He almost never bombs unless mm-hmm. like there's like, I seen a bomb once and it was because like, like there'll just be these people who are like, I, I can't laugh at this. Yeah. I can't true. Laugh. It can't, it's like, yeah. he's having fun. But like, what are you going to sit there like an asshole and not laugh? That's like way worse. Yeah, he probably never a, bombs. He probably always gets some laughs, but yeah, there are probably people who are feeling. No, he, he never bomb bombs. Yeah. No, he's yeah. he's a good comic. He's he's been doing it a long time, like six seven years. Well, you know, everybody bombs. You know what I'm talking about? It's hard sometimes to vibe with the wrong yeah. audience. I mean, you really, the real deal comedian is so professional they hardly ever do it. But I'm just saying, fuck. You know, he's doing different rooms. You're gonna be in some weird rooms. It's just hard to make people. I laugh. think he would never bomb in Canada. Or sorry, he'd never bomb in America, but in Canada certain rooms people are like fucking like the woke people are the most the worst they're the worst they're the worst we all we all know that and and that's the thing it's the virtue signaling none of us really care but these people want to think that they have the moral superiority because they are like uh fighting for the black man or whatever fighting for the people that can't fight for themselves no like people don't need you to step in to defend stuff that you're not a part of that's the problem well that's i mean that's what white privilege is. Like it's exactly. so funny. It's like you have white privilege. It's like, wait, but you you're doing it. You're doing the thing that you, white privilege like so is saying. Stupid. I'm a white person. I can fix all your uh, person of color problems. That's white privilege. Like thinking that you can fix all their problems, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, if, if you know, I posted something on my Instagram story yesterday. It was like from a comedy club in Ottawa, and they're like showcasing this like young new talent, and it's literally this like lesbian chick with like a with a mask on and she's standing in front of like the logo of the comedy club and they're like what's your name she's like she says her name and then they're like what have you been doing during quarantine for fun she's like and she's she's not kidding she's not trying to be funny she's like i uh i've been getting into adult coloring books and uh yeah i think i i think it's from smelling the sharpie like you're like is she joking this is insane and then she go, and then they go what do you think of uh the passports like the fax passports she loves and she goes them. Yeah, she just goes, I think they're chill. I'm trying to find on your profile. I think you just posted to your story. You didn't put it on your... Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. But yeah, I saw that. It's insane. She just loves it. And I love how they call her the new talent. You know, she's probably like done one open mic and she's the new... She's done like three open mics and like, oh, oh, you don't have a gender identity? Quick, call the uh, the press. (laughs) Toronto Sun. What's the... the, (laughs) And is that what it's called, the Toronto Sun? They're like... Toronto Sun's like more, I'd say, right wing. But no, it was in Ottawa. So it's like... It was like some woke Ottawa, like the Ottawa something magazine. And they're like, Ottawa. she is just, she doesn't know who she breaking is. Breaking boundaries. She's breaking yeah. boundaries for trans. Yeah, well, that's sad. I was, I like Kevin Brennan and now he's become a friend of mine, but um, he was just talking about how 
and I don't necessarily agree with him on this. Like now, Dave Chappelle's legacy will always be that he's like a tranny troll. He trolls trannies. Uh, but to some people, that is true. You know, uh, I don't necessarily think that. I don't know why I was bringing mm. up white trolls. Well, he did. He did. Uh, well, he did. Like he talked about trannies in like three or four specials in a row and made like twenty million dollars each, which is hilarious. Like, I mean, who cares? Like, who cares if he so trolls is he trannies? trolling trannies? Though is he? Is that unfair to trannies? I don't think. I don't think. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't think he's he's trolling. He's just making jokes and people. You know, he, he's trying to be edgy without being right wing, <laughs> you know, in a way. I think that's what I think he's doing um, by because he doesn't really talk politics. He'll just talk about transgender stuff. And that's like his way of talking about politics. So I don't know. I love Dave Chappelle. I always I grew up on Dave Chappelle, uh, grew up on Chris Rock. Um, I, I'm It's funny because almost every single black comedian in the last year and a half has come out and said uh, that you know, cancel culture, PC culture is ruining comedy. Like every single big comedian, even comes Steve out. Harvey and stuff, all these like, you know, uh, right. Milk and they're like, you know, yeah, they're like, this is bad. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then they're like, we're going to do the thing that the white people want to do. It's like, don't we see how fucking like racist that is like, like actual racism, not like, Oh my God, you made a joke to your black friend and he laughed. You're a racist. It's like, no, like I'm talking about like black people are standing up going, what the fuck? PC culture is ruining TV. Like it's ruining entertainment and white people are like, no, it's not. Why don't you go watch? Don't look up. It's so good. It's, it's, it's a cast of all white people dressed <laughs> like less, dressed like lesbians with Leo DiCaprio. Who's like a tent, like he's worth a billion dollars. You don't want to watch that. And it'll win it's a golden not globe. Really. It'll win a Golden Globe Award for all white people or the Golden Globes. You know, or, you know, there's not, not even one a colored person on the voting panel for it. So, yeah. Uh, all did you see that people. movie, by the way? No, look up, but I've heard about it. I mean, I know it had that star-studded cast, as they would say, but what, I'm sure it's some sort of, like, you know, thought piece. Like What, what, what I think is funny is, like, they have Jennifer Lawrence, who's, like, one of the hottest actresses, you know, in the, in the world, and they're like, how do we make Jennifer Lawrence look like a dumb lesbian uh, like, it, like that's literally. I guess she, I gotta watch it. I mean, what is so? You should she, go watch she, it. So obviously, you're a Hunger Games fan if you believe that of Jennifer Lawrence. No, I don't. I, I, you think she's one of the I hottest? And she is hot, but you don't like. See, Hunger Games is badass. I, I thought mean, that was good. I thought Hunger Games. Yeah, was she's good. badass in that. I mean, I saw her fucking nudes. Have you not seen those? Like, yeah, I know, leak. Yeah, I guess I have probably seen that. Yeah. She's pretty hot. She was hot in the. She is hot. A, she is hot. I just would have expected you to be a Hunger Games fan. I thought that's like her. No, I think Hunger Games is gay as shit. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. Like we're in Hunger Games right now. Yeah. In real life, but that's kind of why Hunger that, Games is cool. It's that was like, fantasy. That was before I realized we were in Hunger Games. Like when I was in university, girls were like, "Let's let's watch Hunger Games," and I'd be like, "Ugh, I can't watch that shit." So I've only like, seen it one time, but I just, I mean, it was a pretty monumental movie. I feel like you're kind of like, whoa, what is this? These people killing each other in this dome? I don't know. I didn't see, I don't think I saw, I think I maybe saw one sequel, but. Avatar is better. See, I didn't really and Avatar is a good movie. I That's a movie I saw one time. People saw that a bunch. I mean, that's not a movie I saw like 10 times. I was uh, in high school. I was like ripped out of my mind. You got to be ripped. Okay, Ben. Well, we've been on yeah, here for about an hour yeah. and 15 minutes, man. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for coming what? on my show. Pleasure coming on. Your I show, did. If you Thank you for coming to the castle. But yeah, but let's plug each other. So plug for my audience, please plug because I got your links in the description. If you guys want to follow Ben's link tree, it's in the description and uh, links uh, to YouTube. Go follow. Give both a follow. 
Uh, you can check me out. Uh, my website's benbankus.com, B-E-N-B-A-N-K-A-S. Uh, ben Bankus 2 on Instagram, B-E-N-B-A-N-K-A-S 2, the number 2. So my first one was deleted by the government. Uh, and then you can check out my podcast, the Ben Bankus Podcast on YouTube, youtube.com slash Comedy, and uh, facebook.com slash Comedy, And all that stuff's in the link tree, uh, as Alex said. So yeah, check me out. Well, thank you for having me on the uh, show. It's Conspiracy and, uh, Castle yeah. on YouTube if you guys want to check it out. Okay, Ben. Dude, we came, we saw, we conquered. But don't hang up because I want to. I want to. I want to say one thing to you about the car and stuff before. But guys, thank you all. <laughs> My show, we're saying goodbye. All right, guys, peace. Say goodbye, Ben.